Welcome back to the Athletes to Athletes podcast. Today, we have a roundtable between myself and our head of marketing, uh, Brandon. You will hear Brandon talk about NFTs and a ton of other things going on in the metaverse. And our main topic is NFTs in sports. There's a ton of athletes that are going to start to get into NFTs and some that already have, um, but we're going to discuss it. We're going to discuss NFTs and how they're trying to change the, they're, they're starting to change the landscape in sports and where this could be headed. So hope you enjoy today's roundtable and uh, let's get right into it. So today, as we, we dig into this take two, for those that are listening, we weren't recording the first time. So let's dig into it. NFTs and sports. Um, NFTs are kind of taken over and you know, one of those things is, you know, it's an ever evolving landscape within sports of NIL transfer portal, which we talked about last week uh, on last week's roundtable. Transfer portal um, is changing things for the better, in our opinion, as Reed and I discussed. NIL is doing the same thing. Um, I had a chance to talk to Tope Amade, who's our next athlete sources will be out next week about the NIL. And he had a lot of really good things to say. And and then you see people digging into crypto and NFTs and, and um, NFTs is that next phase of things and going hand in hand with the NIL is guys like Kayvon Thibodeau who play for Oregon and are partnering with Phil Knight as well as Tinker Hatfield, um, Tinker Hatfield and Phil Knight, obviously Oregon alums, uh, Phil Knight creating Nike, Tinker Hatfield partnering with them to create the Jordan three Um you know, as long as well as a whole bunch of other really dope sneakers that I have in my collection. So in the sneaker world, Tinker Hatfield is an absolute legend. But, um, you know, NFTs is that next phase. Odell Beckham wore a T-shirt with his NFT on it during, I think, week 16 or 17 to, to warm up for the game. And you're seeing more and more athletes dig into this NFT world. Um, and like I said, the NIL is the, is changing the landscape and you're already seeing guys like Thibodeau that are digging into it as well. And, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau is also creating his own crypto as well. It's not just his own NFTs that he's partnering with the, with, with Knight and, and Hatfield on it's his own crypto as well to go along with it. So the metaverse is coming. Virtual reality is coming. It's funny. I, I saw, uh, it was, a like a TikTok the other day where it's like 1990s parents are saying, don't sit too close to the TV. 2022 parents are literally putting goggles on their children to, to watch things right in front of their faces because the, the metaverse and the, the unreal world or like the most untangible world that you can't really touch and feel is what's coming. We're getting, I guess, closer to the Jetsons, um, you know, for, for, you know, people that grew up with the, with the Jetsons, I was one of those people. Um, fun fact, George Jetson would have been like a year old. Um, I think right, right now he was born in like 2021. I remember seeing that posted like George Jetson's birthday is coming up, something like that. So we're getting closer to the Jetsons. Um, so, you know, yes, yes, Reed, I am kind of a, a cartoon nerd as well. So I've always um, wanted a flying car, man. I'm looking forward I, to it. I think we're getting there. I honestly think we're getting there. There, there are a couple of them. I think that I've, that I've seen, um, but they just look like, airplanes like smaller smaller airplane like like personal commuter airplanes um 
I don't know if we're going to get like a Jetsons like glass pod flying car that kind of comes over the top or, um, you know, we do, we do have the Hyperloop. There's only like one or two of them. Uh, I think that was what one of Elon Musk's uh, inventions, the, the Hyperloop or something like that. I don't know how close we are to having them being replacing trains, but we do have some, some different things that the Jetsons have. Anyway, NFTs and sports is truly becoming um, a huge thing. You know, more and more athletes are looking into them. More and more people in the entertainment business are looking into them. I mean, Snoop Dogg is a huge NFT collector. Um, so it's just becoming the norm. Uh, as much as people probably don't want it to become the norm, it is becoming the norm. And you know, I think I've been talking long enough and now we can kind of pass it on to Brandon, who is our, our resident NFT nerd and uh, creator. And I mean, I don't even really know what do, do, do people in NFT creation even have like titles yet, Brandon? What are they even called? Um, if you're referring to like NFT developers, like the ones who actually like code designs into NFTs, I think they're just developers or uh, blockchain developers but if you want to get like really specific if, if they're like designing the the artistic layers and then putting that into a code and then deploying it then probably just like nft developers but it's a good point because there really isn't an official title for it yet but yeah. um yeah it's probably the closest thing yeah so as somebody who creates nfts um what was it? Obviously, you know, there's a good portion of us that always try and stay on the cutting edge of everything. You know, I'm always looking at media, sneakers, um, you know, fitness things, different stuff like that. That's what interests me, obviously. NFTs is something that is sparking my interest, but I don't have enough understanding of them to truly say that, you know, I'm ready to dive in head first. I've bid on one NFT and it was like, like 10 bucks and I was immediately outbid on crypto.com. It was like, yeah, huh, funny. Good job. Kid. <laughs> it was, it was like, I, the, the, I remember my first beer is basically what it was, <laughs> one of those types of things. So I was just like, all right, yeah, I guess I'm outbid within the first five seconds. And I equate it to, you know, the, the sneaker world where I can be outbid on a, on a resale of a shoe or a shoe can just go sold out immediately. So how close is this whole, nft world to something like that something like collectibles like like playing cards or sneakers or you know you collect i don't know trains or something like that how close is this to something that we're used to so right now and then i'd, I'd love to get into the specifics of what an F nft actually is but i actually came across a crazy stat yesterday um Throughout the entire world, on average, um, all the countries considered about seven, I think it was 70 to 73% of adults globally don't know what NFTs are. 73%. Including Reed. Reed is part of that 73%. Now, I'm learning today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's just adults and i guess that would be just 18 plus but that is a crazy stat because nfts really right now are the thing that people are going crazy about um, yeah was there like an age demographic in that poll where it's because i feel like the more i see the more it's like 
college students are in the know they're the they're the group of kids that are just like or it's the super wealthy that is just like i'm gonna bid thirty thousand dollars or a couple million on this nft there's no like in between age it's either you're a 19 17 or a 17 year old kid that created his nft and is now a millionaire from you know your 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 scooby-doo bunk bed or your snoop dog who has that type of money that's just going to bid for you know the board ape and get or just buy the board ape because he wants it well really so to answer the first part of the question the 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 stats that i were looking at that was globally but i'd say in most like like countries in asia for the most part like adults are still mostly like unfamiliar but right now it's still super super early they're only about and then I'll get into what an NFT is because I know that's why a lot of people are listening and watching. But there are only a little over like 600,000 people that are making transactions with NFTs. So 600,000 or so unique individuals who have wallets who are buying and selling globally, which is unbelievable given you know some of the major transactions, the news uh, about brands that were joining, the, the athletes, like you just mentioned, Ryan. So it's exciting to get in. It, this is an early thing. Like we're still super early to what NFTs are, um, to what the metaverse is becoming. And that's exciting for anybody who's looking for a new hobby, looking for a new side hustle, or looking for a new full-time business. So um to bring more people into that percentage of the no uh, who are watching this, basically an NFT is a digital receipt of ownership that cannot be changed. It cannot be hacked. It cannot be adjusted or duplicated. It's one of one. So what's exciting about that. So before I get to why that's exciting, um, if you ever heard the term the blockchain, probably hear like every other conversation. It's like, oh, it's on the blockchain, like you, blah, whatever. Think about the blockchain as just that, a chain connected by blocks. And in each one of these blocks, they're made of like, if you guys are Marvel nerds, they're made of like vibranium, right? It's like, it's super hard. Like you can't break through. Um, if you have an NFT, whatever that is, that's one block on the blockchain. It's on that chain. It's not going anywhere. So if you took a photo of a sunset, for example, or if you have a trading card, you have like a Michael Jordan rookie and you take a photo of it, you turn it into a digital asset, um, which should be a JPEG, a PNG, any digital file that you could send online or through a blockchain, um, that becomes protected and secured on the blockchain so that when you're flexing or showing off uh, to your friends, to your network about getting a new NFT, a new painting, a new sketch, a new photo, you can prove it by showing the metadata, which is really just a collection of code that backs up the proof of ownership. You can show that to your friend and prove that you actually own it. So that's that really everybody from just screenshotting NFTs. And that's what like you see a lot of people are like, why can't I just screenshot this? And then I have ownership. Well, because you don't have the digital address essentially for it. It's basically like I was at this, I, you know, it's basically like, like saying I own this house. 
okay, but do you have the paperwork that says you truly own the house, right? That's exactly right. So in most cases with houses, you'll have a deed, which would be in paper, which I think that's still the case for the most part, which is kind of crazy. But what's exciting about NFT technology, now putting the artwork aside, putting like videos, the files, the the sports cards, the the VR sneakers that you were mentioning, Ryan, which are super cool. I know you're going to go crazy about that space and I want to help get you there. But yeah, yeah, we, we will certainly be talking about that. Forget it. Yeah. The reason I got into this space or the reason I wanted to put in like 50 to 60 hours of straight homework, I hate homework, but I wanted to put it in on this subject because I saw that with the NFT technology, you could more confidently trade, buy and trade or sell digital collectibles, knowing that they're totally secured and knowing that you're getting it from the actual buyer, they're authentic, and that creates value for digital uh, collectibles. So that's one thing. It's just knowing that like it's on it's on a smart contract, which we can get into as well, which is such a huge part of it. But the most most excited. So there's a few different people who would get involved with NFTs on the buying side. Like you could buy one because you love the arts, you respect the artists, you've heard their story. Um, you want to print it out. You want to put it on a skateboard, put it on your wall, and you're just an art collector. Now you would be a digital art collector. So you would buy those files um, from a website like OpenSea or Magic Eden, depending on what blockchain you want to use. And you could print it out and you could own the... So Ryan, you could create a sneaker sketch, like 10,000 of them. Mm-hmm. And you could you could make a collection of those 10,000 and put it on a marketplace like OpenSea. Reed can go to your collection. He could buy it with Ethereum, with the crypto that you need if it's that blockchain. And once he gets sneaker number 463 he owns the creative rights to that sneaker once he buys that from you. Now that's an option, it's not always the case, but that's a big incentive because if if Reed wants to open uh, a t-shirt shop, and it's kind of a lame example, but he wants to open a t-shirt shop and put that sneaker on all the, t- on all the t-shirts, he could sell that to other people if it's a really cool looking shirt. Because he owns the rights to the to the picture yeah he bought it from you um the transactions on the blockchain so it's recorded it's not going anywhere it's digital proof and now he owns that so now he could do whatever he wants with that within reason um and he can make a business out of it so perfect example you guys have probably heard of the board ape yacht club um probably the gold standard of nfts um right now adidas did a collaboration with them that's that's a perfect example to see like an, ex, an example of a successful NFT project. But the Board Ape Yacht Club demonstrated that an NFT could also demonstrate, it could also showcase access, utility, like an actual real world tool. So if we use the same example and read, you buy a sneaker, a digital sneaker from Ryan's sneaker shop, which sounds really catchy. We got we to make this happen. <laughs> but if you buy that, you could put in your smart contract, Ryan, that the next time you're hosting like a how to make a sneaker workshop or you're hosting an event, or if you have like a sketch from like 
your process, that's like a piece of paper. Reed could access these exclusive events and these experiences, discounts, whatever you want to put on it, because he can show proof that he owns one of your sneakers from your shop. So we take, we consider sports um, as the example. If say Odell Beckham Jr., he actually, he owns a, a board ape, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that's the one that he featured on his shirt. If uh, he wanted to, he could use that as access. Well, because he owns that, he could go to all the board ape events. They hold a lot of events around the world. Um, they offer merch, like you can get access to an exclusive store, but with sports, and I'm just trying, cause there's so much information. I'm just trying to find the best example, but say that uh, the New York Mets, which I got to give a shout out to, cause I'm from Queens, say they launched an NFT collection uh, for their fans and it, they made, they, they commissioned the local artists to make uh, arts based on like some of their most famous players. And they were just digital photos. Um, they wrote a smart contract, they got them up on OpenSea and you could buy them you can show proof of that purchase. If I buy one, which I totally would if they launched, um, I could get 25% off tickets as long as I hold that NFT. Yeah, so, one of the, one of the yeah. things I saw was that, what was it? I believe the, the Bills, um, speaking of, you know, obviously we're talking about sports, is the tickets for, what is it, the NFC Championship or something like that, or, or the, for the playoff game, I think it is what it was, um, the divisional playoff game was an NFT. So um, a lot of these teams, when you bought your ticket, it was, I mean, obviously we have, you know, digital tickets that we put on our phones and whatever else, and we just scan them. It's way easier. Um, however, you know, when it's these championship games, the tickets are keepsakes. You know, I've been to the NCAA championships uh, for wrestling, I still have those tickets, you know, you're, you know, some of the, you know, our favorite wrestlers are on those tickets, Super Bowl tickets. It's like incredible platform, right? So I can definitely see this happening with the Super Bowl as well, but with these games um, and I wish I had all of the information at my disposal and, and, but I'm pretty sure it was like the, the Patriots bills game from last week was um, the ticket purchase came with, a NFT ticket that was yours in perpetuity, obviously, until you sell it, whatever else. So I, I'm seeing like, as you're saying, more and more of these brands, these athletes, and these teams are starting to dig into NFTs. And as someone such as yourself that studies them way more than I do, um, what would you say is that next move to making this more of a mainstream thing. And, you know, I guess obviously in sports, I feel like athletes are usually the ones that are trying to be on the cutting edge of it, but what would you say is kind of that, that next thing that's going to make NFTs the, the it thing? Well, NFTs right now and like blockchain technology are being referred to as web three, basically the next internet. And if you guys think about like when the internet was a thing and it was, you know, only a few people had computers, understood how they worked, there was an education factor involved that, you know, parents needed to learn and the parents would teach their kids how to use it unless the kid was a super genius and could figure it out. 
But NFTs are basically taking the internet to not just the next level, like people call it Web3. I think it's like Web500, in my opinion. So for most people to get on board with what NFTs are, I think there's a major education factor that still hasn't really hit the mainstream because like any hobby or interest or industry, you kind of like have to be vaguely interested in it a little to want to learn more about it. And that's really what NFTs still are. There's so much happening within the space, but the world is so big and abundant that NFTs are still like, it makes sense that NFTs are still like not that widely known yet. But like you said, you know, celebrities take it on like Snoop Dogg's a perfect example um, because he didn't just buy one plot of land in the sandbox. He bought multiple mm-hmm. um, and the sandbox is one metaverse. There's basically like digital worlds. Consider them like video games that you can log into with your own character. There's sandbox and Decentraland. But what he did was he bought digital real estate, which is an entirely different conversation is going to change the whole real estate industry where you can go and watch exclusive concerts in the metaverse with your headset and you could actually be there and you could rub digital shoulders with Snoop Dogg and other celebrities. Um, right now, the, the thing is, the people who know about this technology know that it's going to be adopted globally at some yeah. point. Now, if we all knew when that was, then we would all know when to invest and how much, right? Because of course, but um, it could happen sooner, it could happen later. But the reason I wanted to learn how to, cr- the reason I wanted to learn how to create NFTs was because I wanted to learn like the details. I wanted to learn exactly what they were, how to make them your own, because really NFTs are a digital visual representation of anyone's imagination that you can sell securely and have that record of sale forever. And I could look at any of your digital wallets and I could see the NFTs that you bought, that you traded. Um, and that's going to be the new social currency. It's what NFTs do you have? So actually yesterday, Twitter launched, you guys probably saw this, uh, verified NFT profile images or PFPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, if you buy one on OpenSea and it's connected to Twitter, your new Twitter profile photo, and I'm working on getting one myself, it will be verified on Twitter as your new profile image. It's a hexagon now. So you could click on it and you can see all the metadata within Twitter to see what NFT that is, where it came from, who owns it, what the traits are. Um, so the fact that Twitter has launched this verification feature is huge just for mass adoption. Um, but basically, I, there's so much information here. I really don't think we have enough time to get into all of it. We could do this in like chapters or series, but yeah, we might have to pick this back up like like next week or something like that. I don't want us to go too deep today. Right. But what I do want to say, just to kind of like wrap this up, is that the NFT technology, the service that it actually provides, can be applied to every single facet of life. And I know that's kind of weird and scary to hear. But really all it does is protect digital collectibles that could have real world value, like access to events, um, discounts, you know, that sort of thing. But it's going to make things more secure. So there's a whole like, there's law and like you write up a law contracts, like agreements. 
that's now going to be a smart contract that won't be able to be changed or fabricated or messed with. So really, they're just a way to protect your digital collectibles. And the arts is a way of expressing what's really behind it. So it's kind of like, you know, you make a big, beautiful mural, a digital mural, like a great photo. It's nice. That's going to get your attention. But it's really what's on the inside that matters. If I hold this duck drawing that looks like a five-year-old made it, but the entrepreneur who owns it has millions of followers, writes books, holds events, uh, launch a sneaker collab, whatever it is. If I hold this duck, I hold access to the community. I am now a duck. And I could sell that access at a higher price, at a lower price. But really, you're investing in the people who made the project and what their plan or their roadmap is to take it to the next level. And that next level is virtual reality, augmented reality, metaverse. It's us actually having this conversation on Jupiter and wearing different outfits and uh, actually feeling certain sensations once that technology is out too. So That's hopefully it's, cool. it, it's nuts. It, I think it's going to be, you know, for the better, it's going to allow people to connect with one another a little more. Um, but for business and for creators and also artists who weren't able to get their work seen are going to be able to do that now because the market's really hot. And usually when crypto is low, which it is right now, NFTs go up because then you can afford them and vice versa. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's basically just kind of like a, um, not a brief, a, a brief to medium explanation of what they are, but everybody is going to be using them in some form or fashion in the near future.